<laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the last full week of Love Island Season 9 Winter Edition. What? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I can tell you without a doubt, I have no idea who's going to win. I have no idea what's going on anymore. The only thing that happened that was kind of crazy was this shock, quote unquote, dumping. But even then, I wasn't surprised at who had left. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the only reason I can't say with certainty that Kai and Sanam will win is because we've never seen two people of their, um, like, character roles win before we've never seen a casa girl win before we've never seen you know like a like a blockhead og guy like win you know what i'm saying come on like lego haircut let's go <laughs> um i don't know like i could also because guys had such a big character redemption mm -hmm. a la toby season seven and toby and chloe didn't win so I can't say with certainty that Kai and Sanam will win, but I really hope so. I have found that the couples that I've most wanted to win over the past few seasons haven't won. So I'm yeah. going into this final episode where we have our winners crowned with a very kind of yeah. calm cool and collected approach rather than really kind of being excited for Kai and Sinem to win and then yeah. be upset that they didn't. So I am Switzerland right now. I have yeah. no opinion. I'm just here to analyze the facts and to psychoanalyze these Islanders with you. So yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I've had three couples I wanted to win win. Mm-hmm. Um, season one, I wanted Jess and Max to win, even though, like, they didn't mm -hmm. last for shit, but that's who I wanted to win personally, and they did. And then season five, I was mm -hmm. happy for Greg and Amber to win. I just really wanted Amber to win. Same. And then I guess season eight, I mean, I, if it was up to me, I would wanted, like, Dami and India to win. Mm -hmm. But I basically, I basically knew that they weren't, and I also was like, I don't know if we can reward. <laughs> I don't know if we can reward this up and down whirlwind mm -hmm. when, like, if we're gonna go up and down whirlwinds, you know, Davide and Ekansu deserve it way more. So I went into it being like, eh, you know, Dami and Indy are my personal faves, but in terms of winner, Davide and Ekansu for sure take the cake deserve the dub but out of nine seasons that's really not that many no it's not and I don't mean the earlier seasons but mm. I just feel like for a winter season like Paige and Finley yeah or what's his name yeah no, it's Finley, Finn right? her last name is not Finley her, Her last, last name, name is Turley. Yeah, 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 yeah. His name. You just like gasped me for a second. I was like, no, my no. name isn't Finley. <laughs> no, no, I meant uh, who she ended up with. They're yeah. still together, by the way. But yeah. did I did I think that they were my for sure winners? Sort of. Yeah, they were a little too vanilla for my liking in terms of winners, but I was still, mm -hmm. you know, cute couple, not my winners personally. My winners for that season were I mean, Shanice and Luke T. Obviously. Yeah. Easy. Who can disagree there? Who can disagree I know. there? But, but then they're not together he, anymore. I know. And he's blonde, which I was like, okay, he changed it up. And he's engaged to somebody he was dating for like three months. Yeah. Wait. Crazy. Crazy because I think the rumor was that Shanice broke up with him and he was like devastated and then he fucking yeah, yeah. gone mad fast. So, yeah, but you know, God bless. Love finds a way, people. <laughs> okay. You know what? There has been 
maybe two times this season, this is being the second time that you have surprised me out of my wildest dreams that I could even have imagined. And now I'm like looking up Luke T because I'm like, no freaking way. I'm telling ya. Telling ya. Wait. And he kept the dog? Or do they yeah. the dog? No, 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 no. I think he kept the dog. How do you? Oh, no, no. He, he got a new dog. He got a new oh, dog, named different to, dog named Tequila. No, the the Nala ended up with Shanice. <laughs> as as is fair, you know. I feel like yeah, totally. I mean, maybe whoever idea it was, but like yeah, uh, Faye kept the dog between her and Teddy. So right, it's I a know. trend. It's a trend. But like, look, he looks so freaking good. But the blonde hair on him—is it his best look? I don't think so. But he's hot. Yeah. I'm not I'm not feeling I'm not feeling that blonde hair, but he's always been sexy fine. Wait, oh my god, his girlfriend or we're just like Yeah, his fiance. We're just like stalking people on Instagram now. (laughs) This is prime, like this is prime girl activity right here, girly Mm -hmm. activity. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's so gorgeous. Oh well, good for him. You know what? Good for him. I'm not gonna hate, I'm not gonna be upset. And good for Shanice too. I'm I'm glad they're happy. But we are here to discuss (laughs) season nine. Yes, 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 we are. Um, let me give you this intro real fast, as fast as I can. I feel like I don't go that fast, but I, I do my best, okay? Ugh. Sunday night's episode. We, <laughs> we, I have to get myself hyped up, okay? Because this run of episodes gave me the biggest headache ever. Yeah, it was so boring. It was boring because I was like, the drama that's being invented is just the drama that people who hate each other and need to like leave the family vacation like come up with. Like it's not even (laughs) real. It's just like something to pass the time when you're Mm -hmm. stuck around people you just fucking don't get along with. You're just like, right. Did you see him put on an orange shirt? I literally told him orange is my favorite color. Now he's wearing an orange shirt. Like he's basically cheating on Lana right now. Like that's kind of <laughs> the level of fucking drama that I was getting this week. But let's get into it. Sunday night, we have Ron, quote unquote, exposed as a game player because Sammy believes that in explaining why. He thought that Lana and Ron would be perceived as the most game players, game player, game player couple. Mm-hmm. That she she thinks that Ron reveals his whole plan. Um, right, Rosie. You know she does not do Ron a service at all. She instead nope. decides to you know dig the knife deeper and and add fuel to the fire of Ron just being completely antagonized in this episode. Um, Sunday, we see Ron, Casey, Sammy, and Lana discuss the conversation, the drama, they squash it, quote-unquote, whatever. And then Monday, we pick up with Ron and Sammy's quote-unquote squashing. Um, Ron is obviously, like, pretty heated about it, um, but he'd rather squash it than have any drama in the villa. And Sammy kind of walks away from it just like, it's done, but man will talk himself out of anything. And that's generally the consensus around the villa as Shaq kind of leads this um, this campaign as as well, you know, to Ron's <laughs> face saying, oh, how you doing, bruv? And then behind his back saying, oh, Ron, you know him, he'll talk his, his way out of anyone. So really mm-hmm. it was the villa versus Ron and Lana and then Kai and Sanam, who seem to be the only ones who are in the in their camp. Mm-hmm. Next day, they wake up. Lana tells the girls how isolated she felt, um, how alone she felt. And the girls decide to have a girly breakfast to remind themselves, but primarily Lana, how close they are in there and how much they love and care about her. Um Ron is, you know, happy because he just wants Lana to be happy. So we move on to the talent show. Um, A lot of lack of talent. (laughs) But Sammy came through with some tap dancing. And I I don't know if you know this about me. I'm a sucker for a tap dancer. I love tap dancing. Yeah. So she pissed me off this run of episodes. But she came through with tap dancing. And I was like, I forgive you. 
Oh, wow. Okay. I don't, I just think it's, I, okay. I used to be like a theater kid and blah, blah, blah. And like, I gave up like once I went into high school, mm-hmm. but when I was in it, I would usually be in all the tap numbers. So I just have a deep appreciation for tap, you know, it's wow. not a skill I personally have anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, step ball change. And that's about it. All I remember. Okay. But Really appreciate tap dancing. Also, come on, ASMR before ASMR existed. <laughs> okay. Talent show happens, concludes. Everyone, you know, leaves off on a really high note. Everyone's super happy, connected, lovey-dovey. We get into Tuesday night's episode. And, I mean, what is this episode? This episode is just everyone trying to convince us how much of a family they are and yeah. how much they all love each other. Oh, my God, so and, like, much. Oh, my God, guys, like, I have friends for life here. Like, I'm going to remember this experience forever. Like, on the outside, like, you guys are my girls. Like, I'm never going to forget you. You guys are my bestie Westies. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, we get into a um, a cocktail challenge. I got really excited for a second. I thought the cocktail challenge was going to be the tweets challenge. Yes. Because in previous seasons, they would, you know, like, throw the drinks in each other's face to guess Mm -hmm. who the tweet was about. So I was like, no way. Like, they brought back tweet challenge. Like, we're not done with the drama yet. No. They were just trying to fill up a bucket on one side of the, what is it, playground? I don't know. The set? Uh, The set. They just were trying to, you know, pour drinks into a tray on the girls' heads with some cocktail glasses and then the girls had to run on the other end and dump that in the bucket and then whoever filled it up first won, then the boys did it, blah blah blah. Kai and Sanam won. Great. And then we come back and everybody is sitting in their couple being like, we love each other so much. We all love each other so much. And then boys and girls are divided and they're like, we love our partners so much. We're all so blah 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 blah. And we get a text for dumping. And would you believe that Casey and Rosie got dumped? I cannot. <laughs> I was shocked. shocked. Dumping. <laughs> there were tears streaming from my eyes. I played The Weekend's Die for You featuring Ariana Grande, the new duet. <laughs> like, I was crazy. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the fun version of the recap because mm-hmm. the past three episodes, aside from the talent show, to be all honest with you, not that fun. Yeah, totally agree. So we pick up from Casey and Rosie who got dumped. They're first on our list because yep. they got dumped, but there was a little bit of drama between them and mm-hmm. Ron and Lana. But before we get into that drama, what are what are your thoughts on this couple now that they've been dumped, now that they've had some serious chats, Casey has opened up? What are your thoughts, predictions about how they're going to fare on the outside? Honestly, I know two things about this man. Number one, he just got out of a relationship 10 to 11 months ago. He's not really looking for anything serious, Mm. seeing that he has had his fair share of exploring connections and not really being, you know, enamored with someone, number one. Number two, he's a Scorpio. They are not going to last on the outside just because two things. Number one, he hates, like, clinginess and neediness, and I feel like Rosie needs that, and it's not in a bad way. She needs words of affirmation. She needs the physical touch and the attention. Like, I feel like she's somebody whose needs aren't going to be fulfilled with Casey. And I feel like Mm -hmm. it was easier because they were in the same villa and actually living together for the past Mm -hmm. couple of weeks rather than when they get to the outside. I really don't see them working. That's not to say I wouldn't be like, I would be upset if they did work out. It's just facts right we've seen this person we haven't seen like that stability that I thought would be there by now and yeah it's been such a short time that he and Rosie have been together and Mm -hmm. I really just don't see anything like life-changing coming out of their partnership in the villa I also think that the whole I felt like the words that they were exchanging earlier 
in Tuesday's episode was more superficial than anything. And it was just because Casey was like, you know, like I can't take my eyes off of you or like whenever you're not with me, I'm looking for you. But then Rosie said the same exact thing. She was just like, oh my God, yeah, thanks. Like, you know, I I like want to be there with you when you're not with me. Like, I just feel like they were taking bits and pieces of a speech that Lana wrote during her recoupling with Ron and everybody's just been using the same words over and over again. And it's getting a little old. I'm a little sick of it, but I'm still a fan of Casey. I will say that. (sighs) Okay. Yeah. I don't, I, I feel like I haven't seen the side of Casey that I particularly love since mm-hmm. since Casa? right before the casa recoupling mm. um I, I my prediction for rosie and casey is yeah just nothing long term i don't know where or i don't know where they live particularly mm. and i and i wouldn't even understand what the distance really is because i don't know i feel like uk couples are like oh my god we're long distance he lives in the north and i live in the south but they have like like trains like americans don't really have access to like good trains and also their country is like considerably smaller so even though i understand that it's like a hassle like what is it sometimes they're like oh my god we live so far apart away and it's like an hour and a half and i'm like babe like it takes me an hour and a half to get from brooklyn the bronx i'm not saying you know my past relationship was like long distance like no it was just inconvenient like what um but their distance could be bigger or it could be smaller than that i don't know i just um i feel like i haven't seen casey be how do i word this i i don't think i've bought a casey connection outside of his connection with lana and his Mm -hmm. connection with cynthia right and i'm gonna hold on to that connection with cynthia i just felt like i really saw something substantial there saw like genuine conversation genuine laughing genuine whatever I already said conversation but you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying like I just you can tell when the energy is there versus when you're just forcing small talk like every time I see Rosie and Casey speak it's just like I really like you it's like there's okay. nothing there. There's nothing yeah. there. Yeah, I think it's just more of a circumstantial. Like we're here until the end of it, right? Everybody's coupled up, so we're gonna kind of obviously get swept away in the moment. But I don't know. Let's hard pivot into the whole Rosie and Ron and Lana and Casey debacle. Mm-hmm. I don't think what Ron said was wrong, but. Let me break it down for the viewers because there was a lot of confusion online about whether Rosie lied. And I'm going to come out of the gates and say, I don't think she lied. I think she just misinterpreted what Ron was trying to say. So, Casey, no, sorry, Rosie on Sunday night's episode pulls Casey for a chat after they got voted most one-sided pairing. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, I feel like you don't really pull me as much. And I feel like I'm always pulling you and I'm always starting conversation with you, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, my God, no. Why would you think that? I'm always staring at you. Right. Whatever. They just put it to bed. It's kind of like a whatever situation. But, like, yeah, Rosie, I I would definitely deep the ranking a little bit more. But it is what it is. She goes to, to tell Alana about conversation with Casey and Ron just so happens to be there Mm -hmm. and he essentially says and I'm I'm trying to paraphrase as little as possible but I do not have the transcript with me you guys but I will say that he said you know how Casey is he's one of the three musketeers he's always looking for Tom and Will you should take a step back to see like if he pulls you in here, you have to get to know each other as much as possible before you get out into the real world. Mm-hmm. And Rosie kind of hits back with, oh, like we squashed it already. Like, it's fine. Whatever. Rosie goes to tell other people and Casey about how Oran said that Casey prioritizes the boys over her and how it's not going to work on the outside. 
Right. This spreads through the entire villa. Everyone is like, he's just trying to get in your head. Uh, he's playing a game, blah, blah, blah. Till it comes to Casey and Casey and Ron have a conversation. They can't come to an agreement because obviously Casey has been told one thing and Ron is saying another thing. Right. So they then pull Lana and Rosie into the conversation. Here's my thing. Obviously, Lana is on Ron's side and she continues to be on Ron's side through most of these fights. Because in fairness, Ron is kind of getting ganged up on. But Ron goes into this conversation completely denying that he said any of this. My thing is, Rosie did tell the truth in what he said with his words. But I think she misconstrued his intention. And I think yeah. that's a theme throughout this run of episodes. That the intention and the meaning behind what Ron is trying to say is being misconstrued and being put in a negative light. Because everybody just already doesn't like him and already has a bad perception of him. Right. What do you think? I think this is like a really fair assumption because I agree. I didn't think that she lied. It was just the way that the restatement of what was said, that delivery is what ended up kind of bringing these moments of doubt around what the intention was behind what Ron was saying. And I have been super sick of this whole telephone game when it comes to our Islanders. But this week's, the start of this week's drama with the whole Ron thing was kind of like you went over and I'm, I'm talking in the lens of Rosie, right? You went over to Ron and Lana to seek advice. You receive advice and instead of following it or kind of, you know, getting clarity on it on your own, you go and you like 180 flip reverse twist it and start making yourself the victim when you were the one who was asking for advice. Like it was something that was super strange. And even then, like Ron didn't say anything wrong. And mm -hmm. like, you're right. Okay. So yeah, he's a Casey's a boy's boy. Oh yeah, he likes hanging out with Tom and like Shaq and they have a great friendship and he likes to, you know, be with the boys. But it's also like Rosie, you can pull him for a chat anytime, girly. Like you can set up a date or you can do something fun. Like you can go get your man's and he will gladly spend time with you. It was just very weird. I felt like she just was maybe a little excluded from all the drama that all these islanders have been through and wanted to put herself in there too but mm. it just was so out of the ordinary for me to have that entire interaction and then you know to the point where it came full circle and ron had to clarify himself that time and then double whammy when the second discussion then happened which we're going to talk a little bit more about later yeah no i totally agree and i i think like any bombshells coming in later in the game, post-Sammy, like, they've seen progression of Ron's character, and Ron, you know, not in fairness, but, like, Ron was the villain for, like, the better part of three weeks of the mm -hmm. show, which is, like, a substantial portion of the show when you break it down. So, like, of course, the bombshells are going to go into it with, like, their own misconceptions. Right. And it just doesn't even help at all that all the other islanders have not been able to put to bed their feelings about ron it's like everybody is using lana as a scapegoat to dogpile ron when it's like lana has forgiven ron lana has all the information lana has made her choice lana has put it to bed and right. if you guys all love and respect lana and want to protect lana as much as possible as much as you say you do why are you constantly putting her in the middle of, like, turmoil? Constantly, like, talking shit about her man, essentially. Right. Like, if you guys are such good friends with Lana, stop talking about her man behind her back all the time. Like, right. let it go. It's, it's frankly not between you guys and Lana. It's between Lana and Ron. This is kind of like when your friend dates a guy that you aren't super convinced about. Like, once you've said your piece, 
you kind of just got to let it go because who is it going to benefit to continue to go, go, go? Like you will never know that person as much as your friend knows that person. And even if you've seen some negative things that are valid to point out, once you've said them and that person has still chosen, your friend has still chosen that person, Mm -hmm. are you going to ruin your friendship because you don't agree with their partner? Like, no, it's not really how that works. To a certain degree, of course. Like, as long as this person is generally harmless. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion on it. I agree, but... One couple that I want to see go, go, go right now to the mm-hmm. finals and even win uh-huh. is Kai and Sanom. Or what's their name? What's their ship name? Kainom. Kanom. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, So we saw some very cute instances of Kai comforting Lana during this little villa turmoil. We saw Kai and Sanom kind of getting I don't know where I was going with my point but I was going to say it's nice to see them getting along in the sense where like their relationship is still progressing forward they're able to talk about things and joke about them in a really kind of relationship type manner and I think it's this like arc that Kai has got Lately has been so wild to me. I mean, Will called it out best when he was an MC, saying like, "Oh, I used to think you were like dry or something like that." Or we say mm-hmm. vanilla, like he and Sanam are vanilla. Like I'm okay with he them said being Sanam vanilla. Sanam was vanilla, and he said Kai's chat was dry. Chat was dry, which like I mean, is fair. It, it totally, is fair from what we saw for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. It was dry as hell out there. It was. Um, yeah. But I I still like them. You know what? Mm -hmm. My opinion is not wavering from the fact that I like them. Um, you know, Kai's special talent was to draw Will seductively posed on a chase, and Sanum's special talent was script writing and also crying on command. (laughs) Kai then proceeded to continue teasing her about it, saying that this is dangerous information, knowing that you're able to cry on command. And I just think, like, their banter and the fact that, you know, they they work. They work so well together. It was really nice yeah. to see. And it brings me comfort this season. Like, they're definitely the top favorite for me. Yeah, they're just really natural. Um, mm-hmm. Their connection is supernatural. The way they talk is supernatural. Their conversations are always really fun. They're never forced. Like, you never see them going, I like you. No, I like you. Like, they're generally yeah. always talking about something. And then it just so happens that, like, their feelings come into the equation. And they're like, oh, you know, we we saw them talk about whether I love you is going to drop. We saw them mm-hmm. talking about dating on the outside world. Um, but we've also seen them just have a lot of fun conversations and giggling and none of that forced garbage. So, again, my top for sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, speaking of other people yep. with uh, talent or lack thereof, um, <laughs> I would say this was Damn. a pretty untalented couple. I will say that. Um, yeah. Will and Jesse. Will was like an MC slash kind of did a roast as a yeah. talent. Mm-hmm. And Jesse did a duet with Rosie to Doncha by Pussycat Dolls. Why was that like the worst? <laughs> I think that was one of the worst installations, or not installations, like worst. Oh my God, what's the word? Just what? Interpretation? Not interpretations. Execution. No. Additions? Whatever. One of the worst talent renditions renditions yes yes one of the worst talent show experiences moments i've ever seen just like really stiff there was a lot of bad singing this year a lot of bad singing why it was terrible i was like why are we all new levels of bad new levels of bad and i i'm a big believer that like you can train anybody to sing Again, with my musical background, um, I really think that you could train a lot of people to sing, but tonight really questioned that belief for me. I was like, oh, they weren't even not all of them. They weren't even bad in like a funny way. They were just bad. 
They're just like bad. cringing. I was cringing so hard. We're gonna talk about it in a little bit, but yeah. So yeah. Will um, and Jesse. We saw them being cute again. I think we're they're finally back on track officially. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I mean she farted. She so farted in front of good. them. Personally, I would kill myself, but like good for her <laughs> for staying strong. <laughs> I'm not a big believer in farting in front of your partner. But girls like, will fart. What well, girls well, will fart? We don't poop. I just like don't like <laughs> farting. I'm I'm gonna put it out there. I just don't like farting. It's not cute to me. It's not like hee hee. But you know, to each their own. Like glad they could laugh it off. It's probably important that they could laugh it off. It's probably not good that like if that were to happen mm-hmm. to me, I would have to like leave the room and go crying like in the corner. Um, not for any like messages that have been instilled in my mind by my partner. Mm -hmm. I just, it really cringes me out. It really embarrasses me. I hate it, but that's enough time spent talking about that. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like we didn't really see any more of them. I feel like, oh, they talked about moving in together. They talked about, you know, Jesse wearing her outfit during the heart race challenge to help Will work on the farm. Like they're definitely back on track. And I think once Jesse kind of let this expectation go of what the public are perceiving of them as a couple, I think she's really kind of come out of her shell now and is back to being this like truly loving, caring person who's enjoying her time. That There was Definitely a couple of weeks where she was swept away and what the public was thinking about her and Will. And I think it was making their relationship worse. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. And I think the whole being fake and game playing situation, I think, you know, whether she felt like um, it was pointed or like it hit a sore spot because maybe mm-hmm. she felt like it was true or not. Whatever it was about that whole drama, I think it's kind mm-hmm. of like recalibrated her as well with the ranking situation. Totally. But I still, 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 still found it a little weird that Jesse kind of had the audacity to talk about Ron and say, oh, yeah, like maybe he is a game player when the whole rumor about him being a game player came out. Just because she was so hurt and up in arms about being called fake. Right. And was asking people, like, if you think that, you should tell me. Like, why doesn't anybody say what they really think? But then in the same vein, it's like, okay, so if that's how we all want to live our lives, like, we all, you know, in your mind, everyone (laughs) should tell you the horrible things they think about you. (laughs) Then Mm -hmm. why didn't you go tell Ron? Right. I guess she just didn't she say that in the confessional? Um, she said it. I don't remember she said it in the confessional, but she definitely said it to Sammy oh. when and Rosie when Rosie was talking about um the comments Ron had made about her and Casey and then Sammy mm. was telling them about what he says at the fire pit, which we'll get into later on. I just right. thought it was like interesting that she had the audacity to like say that when she had just been called out for the same and was so offended about it and I was just like could you not understand then how it would maybe be inappropriate for you to do that like how it would be hypocritical and inappropriate for you to turn around and do that literally three days after your whole drama yeah, I I just feel like we have so much hypocrisy on this show that yeah. I'm so unfazed by it at this point in this season with this group of people. Like, come back to me in the summer, girl, and ask me this again, because then I'll have mm-hmm. a different answer. But for now, it's like, am I surprised? Yeah, but am I surprised? No, not really. I just, yeah. everybody has something to say. Everybody wants to have their two cents or their two pence into the situation. And I just don't think that it's going to get any better in the next six days that we have left of the yeah. show. No, totally agree. Um, Everyone is incredibly two-faced. Somebody else is quite two-faced. Oh. Yeah, I have to say it. I have to say it because... He really pissed me off again. This run of episodes, but check and he seemed, Okay, there's two things. Number one, there's a reason why he called Liv his best girlfriend 
Mm. Number one. Mm. Number two, I feel like he's gotten a lot more respect for Ron after the Rubik's Cube. (laughs) 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 He was like, wait, whoa, 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 wait. Let me not talk too much shit because that was impressive. He was like, one minute, 29 seconds. (laughs) I cannot believe this, that Shaq is acting like a little popular high school girly pop, as you like to say. <laughs> I'm shook. What is this behavior? Pooja, what is this behavior? Like from Big Brother mm-hmm. India? Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wild, wild stuff. And mm. even, um, sorry, I knew you were going somewhere with your point, so I'll let you start off. But I just, I was shook. Like no, Shaq's true colors this week or the start of this week have really shown especially in the way that he really has something to say about Ron at all times, yeah. at all times. does yeah. not matter who, what, where, when, why, or how. If the conversation even mildly involves Ron, Shaq always has something to say. Mm, and mm-hmm. we've seen this be present since the first few weeks of the season even airing. I mean... I don't know if it's because he really feels like morally opposed to Ron just based on how Ron was behaving in the first few weeks of the villa. I don't know if it's because, you know, maybe he has some underlying feelings for Lana that we don't know about, but maybe we're there because he kissed her during the kissing challenge thing, mm-hmm. Nirma Bob, whatever. The, the snogmary pie. Yeah, it that too. Pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's, too. Mm-hmm. And Snog Mary Pie. So I don't know what that's all about, but it's really clear to me that these are two people who, you know, just don't see eye to eye. Yeah. I just, ugh. I mean, very hypocritical. A running theme of this episode. Everyone is a hypocrite, but yep. I just find Shaq to be one of the biggest hypocrites because i am all good with your moral code man i am but at what point does it apply to you because you're sitting here so mad at ron holding on to this grudge against ron for how he may have behaved not may have how he behaved three weeks four weeks into the show but he proved himself at Casa more. So what more do you have to say? As opposed mm-hmm. to your girlfriend, who did not. Who you are not holding to the same standard, by the way. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And who you've decided to be with. I'm sorry, like, if you're mad that Lana took Ron back because you find his behavior despicable. I find Tanya's behavior on par. And you're still with her. And I obviously I don't think that, you know, Tanya deserves to be like shit talk through the villa blah 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 but let's say it was tanya in the situation getting called out for behavior her behavior and Mm -hmm. everyone was holding a grudge um against her for how she treated you you would not be having it Shaq. like you just wouldn't you would be defending your girl as lana is rightfully doing Mm -hmm. and you would be telling your girl to stick up for herself and not to take shit as Ron is doing. So I just find the whole thing hypocritical. And I find his inability to even just be like, he's clearly civil with Ron, but he just can't help himself to like throw in digs. Like, he'll ask Ron how he is. Oh, yeah, man, you know, like, take it on the chin, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're all good, Mm -hmm. man, whatever. And then two seconds later, I'll turn around and be like, Ron, he'll talk his way out of anything. Give Ron the Oscar. He'll talk his way out of anything. Right. And then, like, back to comforting Ron, and Ron's talking about, like, how he feels in the villa. And Shaq comes in with the most passive aggressive, like, not everyone is going to have the best opinion of you in here. Yeah. Why does it matter? And that, for me, I feel like this is a tangent, but, like, stay with me. That comment for me really pissed me off. And this is, like, again, a running issue I've had with the season where everyone is always like, why does it matter what people think of you? And it's like, it's not that it matters what people think of me. You can think like whatever you want about me. But if that then translates into you talking shit about me constantly being involved in my business and treating me like shit and isolating me, then yes, I have a problem with how you feel about me translating into your actions towards me. Right. And I don't think... 
I think Ron is a smooth talker, but I think he gets jumbled in his mind. So I feel like that maybe hasn't been something he's been able to express. Right. But I do think that that's what he's been feeling. Like, that's what this culmination of his frustration is. Because how are you going to sit there and be like, why do you care what everyone thinks about you when you're simultaneously constantly talking shit about me behind my back? Yeah, and even it even shows in Tanya when Ron was like, oh, like, I really have to go and clean this up. Like, I'm really feeling nervous. And she's like, no, you don't. But then she proceeded to talk shit about Ron even doing that in the first place with Sammy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, pick it, pick and choose a side and, like, fucking stick to it. Like, it's just such a weird dynamic to see this season's contestants flip-flop so dramatically depending on – who they're with and who they're targeting. Like that's something that I've never seen so far in this show is, you know, a a very dynamic group of people who all dislike one another to the point where there are regular people who are topics of conversation Mm. time and time again. And that's literally what this is, but you're absolutely right. Like, yeah, I'm going to be worried if you like live and breathe my name out your mouth like it doesn't yeah. make any sense so yeah. I don't know and but you know, I'm telling you mm. oh well something I was gonna add was that like uh, I, I don't remember who it was that said this okay but somebody who had come out of the villa was like people in that villa can't let shit go and it's so <sighs> obvious it's so obvious yeah. it's like because my thing is like I remember shit like people in there would not like me because okay. I would not be having the whole flip floppy like you think this, you think that. I'd be like, didn't you just say this last week? Right. Um. But like at the same time, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. Fuck. What did I just start saying? People can't let things go. Yeah, people can't let things go, and that's what somebody said in the villa. And you said that mm-hmm. people wouldn't like you in there because you would forgive but never forget oh right well here's my thing i forgive i actually sometimes i'm like oh i swore down i hated this person and actually like i'm getting along with them Mm -hmm. but when someone comes at me with something that's slightly inaccurate i'm like no no i remember exactly what you said you said this you said this you said this so Come correct or don't come at all. Like, I can mm-hmm. forgive you and we can be buddy-buddy, but I'm not going to forget what you said. So, you know, unless you're going to hold your hands up and be like, actually, I was wrong about this and I changed my mind. Unless you're going to say that, you better come correct. Stay in line. You know, st- stand in your beliefs or else I'm not having it. So, yeah, right. I would definitely not have any any friends in there. I'll tell you that. You know what? Just by his singing alone, I can't believe he has friends. But Tom singing Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are. Wow. The fact that he's tone deaf. And also incapable of finding the beat. (laughs) A, A song that fucking stormed the world for years. And you cannot keep the beat. The B. I what? I died. I that was the I was crying of laughter at Tom singing and Casey's little stupid fucking trumpet. <laughs> like I died. Just imagine singing like your eyes, your eyes, and he's like he could not keep that beat. How do no, I keep cannot. that beat? He was like. Your eyes, your eyes. I was like, that's not, that's even still, that's even still too on B. I can't even, you know, when something is so bad, you don't even understand how it's possible for someone to have arrived to that conclusion or to that. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you singing that bad, bro? It was, but here's the thing. He's got guts. Because for me to get up there knowing that I can't sing for shit, singing a song that I know is going to highlight how bad of a singer I actually am, doing it in front of my fellow Islanders, a girl that I fancy, and international audience, that takes guts. But aside from Tom's horrendous singing, Tom also showed extreme, extreme distress upon Casey going home. The end 
of a deadly duo ship that honestly really broke him. Yes. But I feel like Tom and Casey were closer and it was just that. So number one, the duality of man, number one, like, oh, he has feelings. And number two, what the fuck was he condoning with Sammy stirring up this pot the past two episodes and also giving someone so much shit that even after they came to try to clear it up, he was still supportive of Sammy you know, being like, oh, I deserve an award with how I handled that conversation. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad he's supporting her, but are you good? I just felt like it was so weird to see him partake in no action to remedy the situation. Yeah, well, I think he was like, I think Tom is really thick. And like, we all know this. Like, this is no shock. He would tell you himself. <laughs> he knows this. So when the whole drama started, you know, coming to fruition, and and we can get into it now. Essentially, Sammy, Tom, Kai, Sanam, Ron, and Lana are sitting by the fire pit, and they're discussing mm-hmm. the game player category and how Ron and Lana got number one. Ron takes the perspective of the viewer and says, from the viewer's perspective, like from when I was a viewer. I used to think that the couples who got together at the beginning had their troubles at the start would then cruise towards the end. So Mm -hmm. essentially saying like he could understand why people thought that of him and Lana. Right. Those are the words he said. He did say as a viewer, the game, like he'd still, you know, said like coast by blah, blah, blah. He did not then say though, that that's what him and Lana were doing. He was saying he could understand from the viewer's perspective, essentially from the edit, why people would say that. Right. Tom and Sammy are sitting there. So Tom does hear this conversation and doesn't come to the same conclusion until Sammy says, oh, Ron said that couples who go through their um, troubles at the start then cruise through the end. And, like, um, that that's why they're not game players. But, my mm-hmm. love, you just revealed your whole game plan. To right. which Tom then literally, you can see on his face, go, oh, whoa. Because he didn't even come to that. Like, right. you know, like, I think he's, like, so obsessed with Sammy and thinks Sammy is so great. And, like, listen, like, up until this run of episodes, I was like, Sammy's great. Sammy's so grounded. Sammy's whatever. Mm-hmm. To him, Sammy can do no wrong, and she is by far the smarter of the two. So I think that when (laughs) she came to this conclusion, he was like, oh my god, Sammy, like, no, you're so smart. I wouldn't have even thought that. Meanwhile, you wouldn't have thought that because that's not what was said, and Kai and Sanam, who were sitting there, did not come to that same conclusion. Right. So Sammy then spreads this amongst the villa, and everyone starts talking about it. Then Tom has the audacity to talk about whether or not Lana and Ron have chemistry, sexual chemistry, how he could never imagine them having sex. Right. Which I was just like, all right. Well, Why? Like, it's not really for you to imagine, but whatever. And then Sammy, after everyone's already talked their shit, after Sammy's already told everybody and talked their shit, let them talk their shit, Sammy then pulls Lana and is like, I just wanted to tell you because it's something everybody in the villa is talking about. And, like, I wanted to tell you. And she tells her what she thought of Ron coming to that conclusion and um, tells her that it was perceived as him revealing his game plan. Right. Um, obviously, Alana then thanks her and is like, well, I'm glad you told me because, you know, nobody else told me. But Sammy at no point says, like, that's how I perceived it and therefore I told any everybody. Right. Like a migraine already in itself. Uh, obviously, Lana tells Kai, Sanam, and Ron. She tells Ron first. He's really upset. They then tell Kai and Sanam. Kai is, like, there for them. He's like, I can't believe that, you know, this is happening. You've been there for everybody, blah, blah, blah. We haven't really seen that, but Mm -mm. Kai is Ron's bestie, and Kai is kind of allergic to drama. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he's definitely going to take the side of Ron and Lana in this situation. Ron then has a conversation with Sammy, 
where he's like, hey, I, you know, like, I heard you said this, like, you're the, you and Tom are the only, like, people at the fire pit aside from Kai and Sanam. Mm-hmm. And you, you were the only two who came to that conclusion. Like, I, this is what I meant. And she's like, well, that's just how it was being perceived by people. But it's like, again, Sammy, it was being perceived like that by you. And then you then relayed that to the entire house. So Ron is like, that's not what I meant, blah, blah, blah. He's like, can we squash it? Also, like, you know, it, it hurts me because that's going to affect Lana and how she feels. And, like, I'd appreciate right. it if, like, now that we squashed it, you could go tell the villa that that's not how it was meant. And Sam, Sammy says, I'm not responsible for the villa's opinions, opinions and other people's opinions. And once the conversation is over, she goes to Tanya and says, oh, he wanted me to be accountable for everyone's opinion in the villa and tells Ron or she tells Tom rather sorry that she should get a, an award for that conversation and mm-hmm. that she knows guys like Ron on the outside and all they do is talk that's the whole like, drama I found that so disrespectful to spread a, a thought amongst the villa spread a rumor amongst the villa and then not feel like you're not accountable for other people's opinions like they didn't have that opinion until you told them so yeah of course you're accountable right please your thoughts I just (laughs) here's my thing I don't know why this villa always needs to have one villain time and time again someone that unites the rest of the islanders and like this is some Lord of the Flies shit, and yeah. I barely yeah. remember that book. But I just don't understand what is this like unspoken, unwritten rule of everybody kind of like hounding one person for a week until they like lose it or they find someone else to like leech onto to like obsess over and hate. Yeah. So Ron for lack of better words, has repented for his mistakes. He's proven himself. He's proven himself to Lana, to the group, shown his support. He's gone out of his way to kind of try to bridge the gap between the boys once he realized that that was something that was starting to kind of show. And I genuinely don't believe that he deserved as much hate as he's gotten this past couple of episodes. But on top of that, for someone as... I thought as classy as Sammy, I didn't think that she would get involved to this level and to this extent against someone in this way. And it was really shocking to me to see just how conniving she's been and how unforgiving and like unreflective she has been of herself, her involvement to like the culture of how horrible the villa has been and yeah she made it up to lana but it's kind of like hey i'm putting your boyfriend through hell but like don't worry don't feel alone like that's not how that's supposed to work Mm -hmm. and so at this point in time i'm super like i don't hate sammy but i don't love her and honestly she's just kind of dropped a notch in my like ladder for top favorites and like my little like dance moms like tiktok trend with the pyramid challenge like she's definitely gone down like two spots but yeah aside from that though like i i know it still hasn't been squashed or whatever because obviously why would they let something like that go because nobody is as mature in the villa as we thought they would be this season but it was they themselves even say that they are like they're not yeah i just don't understand the dynamics and i feel like a new requirement for everybody on season 10, like double digits is that they have to go through like emotional intelligence and like self-reflection training or something. Like there needs to be some like harassment, bullying prevention, like <laughs> mental health, wellness, like training. Well, then we wouldn't have, have to a show. <laughs> I know. Here's but my like, thing. It's like this year's drama. It's been like a mid tier vibration you know okay. like what's like high vibrational low vibrational like oh, this has been okay. like a mid vibrational season in terms of like totally. nothing has been heightened enough to where i'm like i'm worried about this person's mental health and like women's mm-hmm. organizations need to get involved and this person's being abused in this way like 
it really hasn't been to that level this season. I would say like the only mm-hmm. time I was like worried about somebody was Shaq when Tanya was like really going in on the gaslighting. Um, but that's it. That's really it. So I don't know. I'm like, I, 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 I would hope that everybody would be more emotionally intelligent. Um, but then we wouldn't really have reality TV, would we? I guess not. But still, I was just really surprised. Like, usually people, it's like summer camp. You know, you go, you make a few friends, you have a few arguments. But at the end of the day, like, you're just one large group of singletons all kind of sucking and fucking under the sheets every night when you guys all (laughs) go to bed. But, like, this is just a whole other level of, like, animosity that I've seen. Like, I don't know if it's because they're bored. I don't know if it's because these people... Like, the casting directors didn't phase in the timing right to find people that would be, like, compatible in yeah. ways that previous casts have been. But it's just very strange arrangement. And That's to be honest, true. yeah, I just don't see any of them getting along on the outside, outside of their couples. Like, maybe a couple of the guys will hang out. But this is not a group that I can see, you know, having these meetups or, like, running into each other on purpose. Like, definitely going to mm. be, like... Not like the reunion's gonna be a good one for sure, but I don't think they're getting along. No, and them trying to force us this like kumbaya, like, yeah, energy in this Tuesday night episode. I was like, I don't believe you guys because like this riff started with the boys and it has persisted nonstop. And then for this right. episode, Tom to be like. I love you boys all equally, like, on the outside, like, hit me up, we should do something monthly. I'm like, you guys don't like each other, so don't lie yeah. to me. I'd rather, like, Shaq, like, if you're gonna say, like, you don't like Ron, and, like, everybody's allowed to think what they want of him, and, like, not everybody's gonna be friend, then don't pretend to be my friend. Like, don't sit around it- in a circle being, like, with the rest of the guys being like, yeah, we're definitely gonna meet up once a month. It's like, but we're not like it's as simple as that like don't try and force this because it's just not happening and to be honest they're all just hanging out because they have nobody else and there's a fucking show to do but I don't see any of these people hanging out outside of their couples ever Mm -hmm. again maybe once they've like gone out of the villa self-reflected seen their actions and like maybe want to improve themselves better yeah they'll sync up but I just feel like this was such a weird thing to see and as two veterans of this you know entity if you will Love Island UK a little bit of Australia a little bit of US as well like there isn't a cast like this in any of the seasons that is so openly hateful and also fake as fuck yeah heavy on the fake last season from last season the only people I can like in my mind recall still hanging out or like Andrew and Tasha and India and Dami with each other mm-hmm. and yes. then Dami and India being friendly with Akena and like right. that's kind of it of last year's plus Paige and like some of the bombshell boys um I mean every season like you know people get busy so it's not really that I expect anybody to be best friends after the show like People get busy. People live in different areas. People have different things going on. Yeah. Um, but I just, this cast hate each other so deeply that I definitely think these fake friendships will die quicker than in past seasons before. Something else that will be interesting to see coming out of the show will be how the Islanders' careers progress after Mm -hmm. the show um we haven't talked about this that much but obviously we know that this year going into casa or not casa going into love island um the islanders social media accounts have been on lockdown completely so no family members have been running it to preserve the mental health and um like sanity of the people who are on the show as well as Mm -hmm. their loved ones who would then have to read any hate messages about the contestants which definitely with all the drama that's been happening this season, would probably be a lot. Um, right. 
but that then in turn has resulted in people having way less followers than in past seasons before. I think like Olivia left with like under 300k followers Mm -hmm. um and she was an OG so again like we won't know until the show has wrapped and then everyone has followed the people that they want to continue seeing after the show but because these accounts have been so inactive nobody's followed them what are people going to do afterwards I mean obviously uh Will is already TikTok famous and has a job Jesse already has fame and notoriety from past Love Island seasons. And that's like kind of it. Like these these girlies are gonna have to go back to work. I hope Kai's job is hiring and lets him come back because I don't know. Are they gonna be Dude. shilling teeth whitening products or are they gonna be back at work? uh flat tummy tea first of all second of all no idea that is such a good point I feel like a lot of what this show used to be about was about this like influential opportunity that after you're on the show if you leave your account in the hands of somebody who knows what they're doing and hyping you up and interacting with other accounts like you would be set up for success after so I'm wondering about what kind of people are going to be coming into the villa now with this new rule. I do agree with it, though. I will tell you, especially Mm -hmm. after last season, there was a lot of shit that went down. And I think it makes the best sense to have this ruling. But I think you're right. We might see an uptick in, in follows and engagement with these Islanders once a winner has been crowned and they can kind of go on their separate ways but yeah no what is the career path for a standard veteran or alumni if you will of love island it just doesn't seem reasonable that it'd be like a super pop and influencer anymore but maybe it's because it's the winter season love i mean it could be that but like why would you follow an account now that's not active when you could follow like fan accounts right that's fair and then like as the show progresses because here's the thing like you could follow these islanders in the past and stay updated with what's happening in the villa and what's happening with our couples and when you should vote with that person. And then once the show wraps, you know, you forget to unfollow that person. But um, now that like, there's no reason to follow them, you're not following them and then accidentally staying a follower for like however many months and then whatever. And they're benefiting off of like you being one of the, hundreds of thousands, maybe million, millions of people who are following them. Mm-hmm. And then you can't use that to your leverage anymore once you leave the villa. Like, I don't know. I just wonder what the opportunities are going to be. But we're also on season nine. And we're just seeing more and more of these contestants become micro, middling, struggling influencers. And yeah, we haven't seen anybody of the likes of Molly May. Mm-mm. Or like Icon. Amber. Yeah. I mean, Amber's not very visible online anymore, but she's like very much thriving behind the scenes, made her money, like wrote a book, like owns mm-hmm. a lot of like real estate apparently. You know, Molly May is a uh, creative director at Pretty Little Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mora like is really in the um, – hosting field and tv stuff and modeling stuff i would say the only recent contestant that i think is kind of having like a thriving career at this point is india right who was given the opportunity to continue work with love island and also has had a lot of modeling gigs works with boots Mm -hmm. that's kind of like the only person i can think of in recent time everybody else is just i don't know dropping hashtag ads yeah, I mean, Tommy Fury got even more famous. And I mean, he was an accredited boxer beforehand. So that definitely has something to do with it. Um, I think Liberty and Liberty and Kaz have their own like brand that's coming out now too. So you don't really see the iconic rise of these Love Island alumni anymore. So it's a good point. Good shout. I didn't really think about it that much because 
then you really see if those people are coming for love or if they're coming for clout. Maybe it's both. But yeah, I will I think, tell you that. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think whatever the result is of these people's career, I think it's definitely a rule that should be kept for their mental health, for their family's yeah. mental health, but also to keep the show more rooted in the premise of the show as opposed to getting on there for notoriety. Right, right. I agree with that. And and I will say, it just seems like a lot of a lot of the people who I thought were there for clout have kind of proved me a little wrong. Like, I don't know why I, I felt like, you know, the season of Islanders, like half of them rubbed me like they would want to be like, milking these follows and really thinking that they're the main character but then others I've been like oh wait you know what they actually are here for love and it just happens Mm. to be a free vacation as well which is great for them but yeah I guess maybe it's just a free vacation and like the small stipend that they get every single day for being on the show is probably good enough but I don't know, but speaking of followers, you segue alert. Speaking of followers, you know what? I'm not even gonna pitch it. You know what to do. We are on Twitter live tweeting, both of us, one of us, or none of us on Twitter at Villabird's Pod. We are on TikTok with Val, the hostess with the mostest, with all of her fun ideas and executed beautifully at Villa Birds on TikTok and we're on Instagram at Villa Birds where Val and I occasionally post. We've been a little bare bones lately, but trust we will be back for summer as well. So with that, leave us a five-star review. Do what you want to do with sharing it with all your friends, but we're here. If you want to talk to us, DM us. We will reply 100% of the time. 100% of the time. And we look forward to wrapping up season nine. Talk to you on Saturday. Peace. Peace.